This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Tomorrow, everyone, this is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, embattled Congressman George Santos has lived to embellish and outright lie another day. No thanks to his fellow first-term New York Republican colleagues who fought hard to convince their colleagues in Congress that Congressman Santos' lies and the federal indictment were enough to justify ousting him. Just a couple of hours ago... Not long after, Congressman Anthony D'Esposito from Long Island introduced a resolution to expel Santos, House lawmakers convened to vote on whether they would kick the Long Island Republican out of Congress following his indictment on corruption charges. But in the end, Santos easily survived with 179 members voting for expulsion and 213 opposing it. More than 30 Democrats even voted against expelling him. And I'm happy to see that. Not because I think George Santos did the right thing by lying. Not because I don't think George Santos is an ethically flawed individual. But because we have a presumption of innocence in this country. Let's go through the trial and if he's convicted, then have a vote to expel him. And better yet, the guy's up for re-election next year. If you don't want him representing you don't vote for him if you don't think he's doing a good job run against him or make a campaign contribution to the other guy but can we be done with this whether it's menendez in the senate with the democrats or santos with the republicans in the house let's just be done is this the most important thing that congress needs to be worried about right now turmoil in eastern europe turmoil in the middle east there are a hundred thousand people or more dying of drug overdoses every year a real crisis on our southern border now it's becoming a crisis on our northern border as well problems with inflation, problems with crime. How much energy and effort and time do we need to be spending trying to expel George Santos or Bob Menendez? Let's give everybody the presumption of innocence because if we're now in an era where all you have to do is indict someone and that's cause for expulsion, then we are in a frightening new era. I am glad this vote failed. The people that keep pushing it should just give up. Move on. Beam me up. To be continued. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning.
tomorrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. This is superstar Frank Morano. Well, look who is the newest possible savior of New York City and of suburban New Yorkers everywhere. Don't look now, but it's actually the mayor of Fort Lee, New Jersey. He has filed a federal lawsuit as of yesterday that aims to stop the MTA's congestion pricing program, claiming the tolls planned for Manhattan would increase air pollution in the Garden State. He's very right. Not only would it increase air pollution in the Garden State, it's going to increase air pollution everywhere outside of Manhattan, even inside Manhattan, outside of the congestion pricing zone. So sure enough, Fort Lee Mayor Mark Sokolich of Bridgegate fame said the program, which aims to charge drivers who enter Manhattan south of 60th Street, will lead to more drivers entering via the George Washington Bridge in order to avoid the fees. He's exactly right. That's what I plan on doing once they implement this next May. So this lawsuit argues that the potential bump in traffic on the New Jersey side of the bridge will cause more air pollution, harming people in the area with respiratory diseases like asthma. The legal challenge was filed against the Federal Highway Administration, the MTA, and the MTA panel tasked with setting the price of the tolls. Mayor Sokolich also included Fort Lee resident Richard Gawler, who said he has asthma as a co-plaintiff and aims to find more people in the area with respiratory issues to join the suit. So if you're a resident of Fort Lee and you've got respiratory issues and you want to be a part of this lawsuit, reach out to Mayor Sokolich. Tell him you want to be a co-plaintiff. Because the reality of this is the people that are pushing this awful congestion pricing plan are pitting one community against another. And it's not right. It's divisive. It's just another tax on the same middle-class New Yorkers and New Jerseyans who are already taxed to the max. Thank you, Mayor Sokolich. I appreciate you doing this. Beam me up! To be continued. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. The other side of midnight. Local spotlight. By any objective measure, the Department of Corrections Commissioner here in New York City, Louis Molina, has not done a great job. You have inmates dying in record numbers. You have inmate-on-inmate violence. You have really serious charges of negligence on the part of some correction officers. There's this whole culture of secrecy. And, by the way, this is all with far fewer inmates in New York City jails than was the case 20 years ago. What do we do with someone who has had this sort of record of failure for the last two years? Well, by all means, let's give him a promotion. That is the Eric Adams way. Mayor Adams 
has announced that embattled New York City Department of Correction Commissioner Louis Molina will now become Assistant Deputy Mayor for Public Safety. This is after a tenure in which his failure to reverse the chaos and violence at Rikers Island has raised the possibility of a federal takeover. I want you to think about this. He has done such a poor job, and again, didn't begin with him. This goes back at least 10 years. He has done such a poor job turning Rikers Island around that now a judge is actually considering appointing a federal receiver. They're thinking of taking total control of Rikers away from the city and giving it to the feds. I'm opposed to that, by the way. But that's how bad a job this fellow has done. And so they're going to give him this job, which is almost imaginary, and allows him to collect a generous six-figure salary and continue to add to his pension of assistant deputy mayor for public safety. Now, before Mayor Adams, we never even had a position of deputy mayor for public safety. We had a mayor and we had a police commissioner, a fire commissioner. The mayor hired all those people. Only in the Adams era do we need a deputy mayor for public safety. So not only do we apparently need a deputy mayor for public safety, we need him to have an assistant. And that's what this failed correction commissioner is doing. I just wonder, you know, Mayor Adams has said a lot of the right things about the fiscal crisis the city is facing because of the migrant issue and other issues. Why does that fiscal crisis not apply to stopping this incredible hiring spree that the mayor is on? I just don't get it. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Well, here is something which will probably come as good news to New Jersey pizza lovers. It will certainly come as good news to people that don't want the landfills of New Jersey filling up with empty cardboard pizza boxes. As of now, as of Monday to be precise, empty pizza boxes will no longer go to waste in Burlington County, New Jersey. Burlington County will now collect pizza boxes with curbside recycling. This change reflects what has been called new best practices among paper mills and cardboard manufacturing companies, according to the Burlington County government. Materials with small amounts of grease can now be screened out during the pulping process, so there's little to no impact on quality. Pizza boxes must be emptied and cleaned of any food, wax paper or lining before they're placed in a curbside recycling container. Boxes may have a small amount of grease, but cannot contain cheese, crust, or any other food residue. You see, nationwide, more than 3 billion pizzas are sold annually. We got some today for uh, Kenneth's send-off. That amounts to more than 600,000 tons of corrugated cardboard, according to county officials. The deputy director of the Burlington County Commissioners called the county's new initiative a game-changer. He said, quote, for decades we've been forced to toss millions of pounds of cardboard into our landfills and i think he's exactly right now we can give those pizza boxes a second life this will not only save space in landfills but it's going to save the taxpayers money by helping to keep their municipal solid waste fees low Burlington County was the first in New Jersey to create a regional recycling program, collecting recycling from all of its towns without charging fees to municipalities or to 
property owners. Last year, the county collected more than 84 million pounds of recyclables, and they estimate that that saved local towns more than $3.7 million in landfill tipping fees. So I think this is great news, and I hope more counties and more municipalities around the country follow Burlington County's lead. Beam me up! To be continued.